Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch. And again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Hello friends, how are you doing today? So I wanted to do something that I haven't done yet uh, and really give you the full timeline of our first investment property. I've talked about it a bunch. Uh, if you've watched this channel for any length of time, uh, you know our first property was on something called Norris Drive. Uh, you know that it starts out not particularly well, uh, which we will rehash again in this presentation if you haven't seen it. Uh, but I thought I'd give you the full life cycle, right? We bought this, as you'll see in a moment, I think in very, very late 2002. Uh, and we will give you uh, the full rundown here. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's share this uh, PowerPoint so we can go over the full life cycle. Excellent. Here we go. Okay, so I just want to review the timeline for a couple of reasons. I do get a lot of questions. Uh, I've seen some other um, you know, people that I follow talk about their timelines with property and realized I had never done that. So I wanted to put this together in detail, uh, probably be something I do for a lot of those first properties we got. Uh, I think it's important to do this uh, because I will do my best to share with you what happened over time. Uh, you've heard me if you've followed me for any length of time. Uh, I talk about time being the, the key factor, right? It starts slow, but you've got to get started. Uh, so I wanted to make sure uh, you could appreciate the timeline here. Uh, I would do my best to talk about price rent and cash flow uh, because it's really those three factors when you hold for the long term as I do and recommend you do as well uh, that are important. So I thought I would share with you the good and the bad. And as you'll see in my first example, uh, I actually turned it into a uh, something that I call an alligator. Uh, so you'll see that, uh, that here in a minute, which of course an alligator is bad. Uh, I want to help people see uh, what could possibly happen if you just got to four rentals, right? I'll share the story of one. The idea, hey, is if you had one and you got to four, you could, you could sort of see how this would play out and you could, you, know, you could really make a difference in your life going forward. So here's the timeline, just uh, as best I can. Uh, it's actually recorded. I checked it out. The date of our purchase was December 11th of 2002. So we bought this house for 107 grand even. Our plan was to rent it for 1095 
And our approximate cash flow was right around $200 a month. Uh, you know, we quickly then after moved a tenant in, uh, I believe that was around January 15th or so. Uh, but it was, uh, it was pretty soon after our close. Unfortunately, that didn't go very well. Uh, I won't go into the, the full details, but let's just say they moved in, never paid rent again, and needed to be evicted. Uh, so we had 90 days of no rent. Um, you know, we, we got their initial month and their deposit, but due to their family issues, uh, they got divorced, separated, all of that, uh, which was terrible. Uh, another downside to us besides all that lost rent was we had to spend $15,000 in repairs after uh, they moved out because there was, um, let's just say, some interesting damage done to the property. So that was, uh, that was unfortunate. We, uh, we dealt with that. We got it all done. We actually moved in another tenant uh, by the first. And you know, happy to say that that tenant uh, stayed in the property, never missed a rent payment uh, until, we, uh, until we sold it or exchanged it uh, years later. We'll see that here in a minute. Again, it does happen. You do move people in. You, do, you can do everything right uh, as we did. Uh, but you know, people have life events and, and sometimes the best laid plans don't work out. So first one didn't work out. Um, it was terrible to have to spend that 15k extra that we didn't plan for. Uh, it frankly took away from us buying another one quickly, uh, so it was painful. Uh, but once we moved the new tenant in, uh, it it was off to the running, and and we started seeing cash flow. Uh, until, as you'll see in a minute, uh, we did a refinance. So about a year later, I think it was 13 months after uh, that tenant moved in, uh, we did a refinance, uh, and the value had jumped. Uh, to 180 grand. Uh, so 18 months, right? This was during the last seller's market. Prices were on fire and in, in, in getting even, even higher, as you'll see in a minute. So we pulled out about $60,000 in cash, tax-free, because uh, the cash-out refinance is not taxed. Unfortunately, and again, I didn't know any different in the beginning, I turned a property that was producing pretty consistently $200 a month positive into a $200 negative best case, right? If there were no expenses, no broken windows or clogged toilets, I would lose 200 a month. That was my starting point and it would only get worse from there. So that hurt every month. Uh, that's where I got the idea of an alligator. Nobody wants an alligator. Don't over leverage none of these things because it hurt every single month. Clearly a mistake. Uh, the only thing I can say with any kind of positive, you know, positive thing is we used that sixty grand to buy more real estate that did cash flow. So maybe it was net, you know, positive for us. But I will never do that again. Um, I don't care. I should have taken out less money, uh, and I would have been much happier for it. Um, you know, a lot of people would turn a positive into negative and then spend the sixty k, which is horrible, uh, and that's, um, you know, what what caused a lot of downfalls in the last cycle. Uh, then we sold it or technically exchanged it. So we own this property not even three years, right? We bought December 11th and we sold 11-4 of 2005. So not even a full three years, just shy of three full years. We sold it for 264. Um, the thing that in, it's interesting there is it rented for 1,095. So the same amount we had back in 2002, it was the same rent in 2005. Could the rent have gone up 50 bucks? Maybe we had the same tenant, as I said, for a better part of two years, so we didn't raise rents. So, um, you know, this worked out for us. 
I do know that unfortunately the individual who did purchase this ended up losing it later uh, through foreclosure because it doesn't cash flow, right? It cash flowed great at 107. Uh, it could have cash flowed, you know, maybe at 180, maybe, uh, but it doesn't cash flow at 264 unless you're putting a lot down. And unfortunately, uh, this individual was doing one of the, the liar loans uh, of the day that were very popular in 05. Uh, so what did we do? So we closed on a fiveplex about a month later. Uh, we moved into as a fiveplex, all one one, so small. I think they're like 750 square feet, maybe 700. I'm not exactly sure. It's been a while since I've been inside them. Uh, at the time, rents were really simple, 500 bucks each, $2,500. Uh, so again, um, it's interesting to see here that we, you know, our, our rent more than doubled. Um, and what we did is we turned a negative $200 a month. Remember, that's what we were having on Norris Drive before we sold it because I took out too much cash. Uh, we turned that negative 200 into a positive 800. So really a $1,000 swing uh, by doing this 1031 exchange. We still own this property today. Uh, I'm happy to say rents have gone up substantially. Uh, rents are now over $700 and, and probably could be raised again. Uh, so it's about $3,700. It's a little bit over that. I just rounded down. Uh, cash flow went from about $800 a month to over $1,700 a month. And uh, very happy to own this. Uh, it all started uh, with Norris Drive. We did put about $20,000 down into Norris. Uh, we did take $60,000 out, although it turned negative. And then we moved all the equity into this five units that is producing $17.50 a month. The interesting thing about this five units is, as you saw, we had no money left in Norris Drive. We were actually, Norris Drive actually paid us. Uh, but now that negative is, you know, it's an infinite return because we have the equity sitting in the fiveplex that now is adding over $1,700 a month. Uh, of cash flow. So happy to still own that property. Um, you know, something else we're going to do because rates are going low, uh, we are likely going to refinance this property, probably just recast the debt. Again, I don't want the cash. I don't need the cash from a cash out refi, but if I can recast the debt, which means take the term out again uh, and then lower the rate substantially. Uh, I haven't run the numbers. I just built it for this slide. I know that cash flow will go over $2,000 a month uh, by doing that. So uh, probably more like $2,250, maybe even $2,500, uh, depending on what we do with rate and term and things of that nature. So the idea here is Norris Drive. We started with $20,000 down. We ended up taking $60,000 out. We then moved the remaining equity uh, into a five-unit building. Uh, and now, uh, you know, we hope to, we're currently getting over $1,700 in cash, positive cash flow uh, with eyes on increasing that to over $2,000. So pretty good uh, Pretty good. Again, notice the time, right? Started in 02 uh, and now it's 2019 and, and we're talking about doing something in 2020. So 18 year timeline. So again, uh, you have to get started, right? This doesn't start unless you are an owner. Um, and obviously being in a landlord and having somebody else pay for your mortgage is awesome. Leaving a little extra and positive cash flow is extra awesome, if you know what I mean. Uh, but that's what we try to do. Uh, don't over leverage just because you can. Uh, I've been very clear that I made that mistake uh, on this on this property specifically. Um, sometimes the banks really want to lend money and uh, they will do interesting things. But you as the borrower can always say no or reduce the amount. 
so that you stay positive, right? Do not create alligator properties. Uh, when the market's overpriced, uh, it doesn't hurt to reposition. Uh, we did this successfully, selling what was clearly an overpriced house uh, for 264 and moving that equity into a five-unit building with, with rents substantially higher. So um, look to do that uh, when it's appropriate. Uh, and of course, you can always refi debt uh, to increase cash flow. You know, maybe, maybe it's rate, uh, maybe it's term, right? It, 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 these are all things you can look to. Again, you need to let time go by, right? You can't, you know, refi debt next year. Uh, but, you know, 10 years down the line, 15, you know, these are things that are all possible to do. And again, uh, holding for the long term is the strategy. One rental at a time is the strategy. Um, these are the things that need to happen in order to get there. That's, you know, just, you know, it's just slow process, but, but you can get there. So again, thank you. Do me a favor. If you're still watching this, uh, make sure you subscribe, hit that like button. Uh, comment if you have a question. I haven't got a subscriber question in a while, so let me know. And um, you know, do me one more favor. If you happen to like these videos, share them around. Uh, we need to uh, we need to grow the channel. Uh, I love helping people, and I really appreciate uh, everything y'all are doing for me. All right, have a great day. Take care.